I really wish we could start this podcast with confetti falling from the air and trumpets blaring and drums snaring. <laughs> Today, we are releasing finally our free content called Seven Days to Phone Freedom. You guys, I'm Elisa Keaton. If you're new here, go back to the episodes that we have in the show notes. We'll link for you. We have been working on getting real about our relationship to our phones, which are it's really just a portal to technology, how we engage with technology. It is a blessing of a time that we live in, but we must be the self-aware people. So we have created a free seven-day content program for you. It's, it's it, I'm, I'm positive, true to us, we have over-delivered like this content. We even said, man, I could have, we, we could have made it a full, a big thing, charged you money for it, or I honestly, I think a book could be written more. I think more books are going to be written over this subject. But we get to press into the Word of God, what God has said, how God has made the earth, and technology is a gift. So it's a good thing of God. So we're going to take it all back, work for seven days to get free. Now, I'll just ask you this question. If you know when it comes to your phone, three things happen. One, you feel anxious if you're not near it or can't check it. Two, do you often find yourself spending more time on it than you had intended? Three, (laughs) do you find that after using it, you feel a little more blah or flat or anxious it, it doesn't fulfill okay if you're saying yes to any of those questions any of those you need to swipe up on the show notes and go get this free content and and get a friend involved listen it's totally free i know why we just do the hard things around here it's not the popular stuff this is almost like it's crazy i'm actually asking you to get off your phone which I'm probably with you right now because you have your phone. So I'm very aware of this uh, little precocious situation we are in, but I refuse to worry about losing you or your contact with, I, I don't care, I want you free. And if your phone is doing what this research is showing that it's doing to our brains, it would be negligent of me to not address this topic. So we're addressing, I got down and I wrote this content for you. We created some videos. So every day for seven days, once you download, give us your email. You for seven days, you're gonna get a a little teaching from me, about a five to 10 minute teaching. And I want you to listen. And and it, it is some stuff you may have heard in the podcast, but even more, and it's succinct and tight because then you have a corresponding worksheet that we're gonna ask you to download and work through, y'all. This will be fun. I want you to, Um, use it, get uncomfortable with it, and get your phone freedom back. Your phone is something to be mastered and not mastering you. So today you get the fourth episode. I'm going to talk today about uh, this final kind of talk and, and something we need to consider when it comes to our phones. And this will launch you to now, let's do something about it. Let's work this out. Let's not just talk about it. Let's not have words go through the airwaves and you're like, yeah, that's a good idea. We need to start actually doing something. So that's what the seven day content is gonna do. You'll have to take pen to paper and get to the bottom of your personal philosophy when it comes to your phone. What is the Holy Spirit in you saying, this is the way, now walk in it.
All right. Love you so much. Thank you for letting me do hard things with you. Thanks to my team, everyone. Yeah, applause, applause, applause. This is not a one-woman one show. There's a whole team of people that came behind this content, the process, down to collecting email and getting it into your inbox. Man, I'm just so grateful. I'm a grateful, grateful girl. Love you guys. I look forward to doing seven days of fun freedom with you. And I will see you on the podcast or you will hear me on the podcast. We will still be on socials, but we're going to be better at being there. Amen. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to our final episode, this four-part series we have titled Getting Back Our Lives from Our Phone. And today, we're going to continue the conversation, jumping off where we took off last week. Um, last week, and, and actually, I'll go ahead and put the, the show notes in the episode part three, so you can swipe up to get even part one, two, and three. If you've missed it, you just, you found us, you're new to us. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. I'm about to mess some things up for you, but that's what good trainers do. Good trainers. My name is Elisa Keaton, by the way, founder of Revelation Wellness, a uh, longtime um, wellness and fitness professional over coming up on goodness, 28 years. Um, there's one thing a good trainer does. You are to identify weaknesses. You want to identify a weakness because you can only strengthen to the point of your greatest weakness. Eventually, if you ignore the weakness, then the body will get hurt. A setback is going to happen. Something will set you up for that setback. So it's a, this is, this is me loving you and loving God first and most. So welcome if you're new. We've been talking about our relationship to our phones. And I'm here, I want to stress once again in closing today, uh, hear me, love the phone. Grateful. What a blessing. We are blessed people. We are. We need to check in when our blessings become our burdens, when blessings start to steal or take from us something that we've given it permission to do. And that just happens when our hearts start to wander away from the security of who God is and trusting him and him alone. We all do it. And this is why we train. We train so that you would become so aware in your cellular being that something is off. So I started this series because something was off for me. And here's what I'm not interested in doing. I'm not interested in creating Luddites or lemmings. Luddites are people that poo-poo technology. Uh, it actually is from, I think, from English people that were uh, in the textile mills back when um, the uh, factories were coming. Uh, it was a group of people that were overthrowing factories. They were worried about the loss of their jobs. And this is when, like, machinery was coming in, you know, technology of the day. And the Luddites were burning these factories down. They were revolting against it, saying, this is going to destroy us. That's not what we're doing with technology. I'm not saying it is going to destroy us. It's the worst thing ever. No. And at the same time, I don't want any of us to be lemmings. Lemmings are a bunch of little rodents um, that they have been known to, or they're, I don't know if it's, I didn't look more into the research, but it's kind of, um, classified or stereotypically lemmings are, are thought to be these class, these group of rodents that if one goes off the cliff, everyone will go off the cliff. They like unknowingly create mass suicide just because they're following the next person or the next person, the next rodent. 
And we have to be aware that if we're not asking ourselves, hey, what are we doing? Why are we here? What's going on? A self-examined life, then we will be lemmings. We will get caught up in the algorithm. We will get caught up in the stream of media and information. We will continue to feed this cycle of stress, worry, fear, control. And we wonder why we don't feel free and we feel far from God. So that's why we're here today. We're going to continue to get your life back so you have mastery over your phone and all things technology. This just feels pivotal. I think we're going to get great wellness out of this. And and if you didn't know already, we probably said in the intro, we've got a call to action for you today. I have a free investment. It's completely free. I have poured my heart and soul into this content that you will get upon completion of this, or you don't even have to, you can stop me right now and just go, go sign up, give us your email and you're going to get seven days of content that we feel very passionate about that we'll continue to, we're going to go deeper. What I've been doing in the last four weeks is just setting the groundwork, giving you understanding to go, oh yeah, that's true. That's what's happening. I'm just really talking about the what has been happening, the what, because when we have a what, then I can now to start to reestablish a new why. And that's what we're going to do in that seven days. You're going to learn your relationship with the phone, what works for you and what God is calling you to do uh, in light of everything we've learned here. So let's keep going today. Last time in the last episode, we talked about um, what was being stolen from us and that what is stolen is our time. (laughs) Time, because it's the greatest commodity we have. Everyone has the equal amount of time every day. And your time equate to your days, your days become months, months or years, and years create a destiny. It would grieve my heart to know we're doing all this training and all these things together, revving the word and, you know, taking care of your body and, and keeping healthy habits. But for what? Where are we going? Destiny. You have a destiny. So we talked about that. But today I want to the cut to the chase of something we must do in order to get going in the right direction towards our destiny. This is a do not pass go without collecting these $200 of knowledge. Ready? Here's what you're going to need to do. Everyone, two words. Get bored. Get bored. (laughs) I know. It's so crazy. Get bored bored. Y'all remember when you're a kid and you, back in my day, my day, oh gosh, here we go. Mama Keats hour. Put on my little, my shawl and my glasses, my reading glasses. When I was a kid, we had four television stations, four, ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS. Sometimes if you had cable, like there was a VH, or I don't know, UHS or something channel, you'd get these weird, maybe something you could see come through the, the, the snowy reception of your TV. But that was it. And, and TV was the thing. For, for That was our technology. And I remember, remember everyone, um, there was all those warnings, don't let your kids watch too much TV, not too much TV, go outside and play. Remember our parents telling us that, go outside and play. Because you're either inside watching TV, 
which was literally mindlessly sitting in front of a screen, a big screen. My parents had a TV. It looked like a headstone. It sat on the ground of our green shag carpet. Anyone? It was big. It had like wood carved into it. Like that thing (laughs) was a piece of art and it was a TV and it had tubes inside of it. And it was nothing near as fancy as a smart TV that we have today. And that TV was like a best friend, Gilligan's Island, living, um, Laverne and Shirley, happy days. Um, what's some Brady Bunch, like, oh man, I can tell you the whole lineup if I stayed home from school because I could watch TV. But there was something my mom would say, if there was nothing on TV, I would say these words, mom, I'm bored. Even if I was watching TV at some point, I was like, I'm bored. Right. And and then of course the parents are like, what do you mean you're bored? Go outside and play. Ride your bike. Play a game. Go see your friend. It's so sad. So much has changed about this. Like we don't even knock on our friends' doors anymore and say, Can Johnny come out and play? Right. It's so different now. And I'm not saying it's worse, it's just different. And we have more information filling our time. So less space to say. I'm bored. I'm bored. We don't know how to be with ourselves anymore, and we wonder why we feel disconnected, discontent, and incongruent with ourselves because we don't know how to get bored. The word bored, it's the old English, it's an old English word, bore, which means, and this is going to make sense as soon as I tell you. To bore, to get bored, it means to bore through or perforate something, pierce it, right? Bore, it's like um, kind of like piercing your ears is like boring a hole, puncturing a hole through your ear so that an object can go in. You're boring. That's what to be bored is to be pierced. You, you, it punctures you. Like, oh, you feel that, right? I started this series, uh, the Lord started getting my attention with this sacrifice, uh, that there's a sacrifice to be made, that, that, this, that, that this constant filling of information or need to be doing something or thinking something or oh, always have my phone in my hand or whatever it is, that is unhealthy and it absolutely has stolen from me the ability to get bored. More so. Now I know how to be still, but even in my be still time, I'm I'm purposely trying to connect with God. I am I'm asking him. Boredom is just straight up boredom. Like I've got this time and I'm doing nothing. What could I do here? So what do we do? We pick up our phones and we scroll, right? Second Chronicles 1 6. I started this series with this scripture um, talking about Solomon. Solomon begins his reign as king by making a thousand burnt offerings. It's a sacrifice. He goes up on uh, to Gibeon and makes a thousand burnt offering sacrifices. And we talked about burnt offerings being bloody. It's costly. It will cost us something when we make burnt offerings or sacrifices. And I share that because. Boredom. It's like this invitation to sit with the sacrifice. 
I have something here. Ugh, I'm, I'm bored. I feel pierced by this moment. I think I should be doing something. We should on the moment. We think we should do something. We don't know how to just be. And that type of piercing, that is necessary. That's a sign of a sacrifice that can be made. It's up to us. Will we make it? Or will we just hurry up and quickly fill the hole of boredom? When I think God is inviting us to go ahead and be with a hole, a space, to just be. Maybe take in your surroundings. Look at how the trees bend in the wind. Look at how a bird flies through the air. Look at the color of that gentleman's shoes. Look at the smile on their face. Boredom is the gateway to being present. The bridge of boredom must be crossed in order to get to your divine destiny. And it's, it's equal to having space, creating space, pushing something onto the altar when you could just hold it. And I'm here to say, you can keep scrolling, you can keep doing all these things. God's not going to love you any less. You don't get, you don't get less of his love, but you will get less of his presence because you aren't present because you don't know what to do with yourself. How dare you be bored? I have to think to myself, you guys, that Moses in the desert for 40 years, he must have been bored before seeing a burning bush. He must have been bored. David tending sheep in the desert while his brothers had the excitement of seeing battle on the front lines. He must have gotten bored. And Noah building a boat. In the scorching heat, no rain cloud in sight, hammering nails, he must have gotten bored. There's a beauty to boredom. So I'm here. I, I wish our, 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 our peril line for fall is out already, and you can check that out. But we, I really want a shirt that just says, get bored. Get bored. <laughs> and why would I want that shirt? Because there is power in being bored, in being pierced. I'm going to read, this is an article from 2016. It's on the science of boredom. A 2012 review of boredom research that was conducted in educational settings suggested that boredom is some combination of an objective lack of neurological excitement and a subjective physiological state of dissatisfaction. So it's saying you're neurologically lacking excitement and you have this mental state of dissatisfaction, right? This is me. I'm, I'm bored, mom, with TV. It's not hitting it anymore. And I don't feel excited like I once did because it's a rerun, mom. I've seen this before. I'm, I'm bored. And that frustration or disinterest which results from a lack of stimulation. That's, that's just kind of a definition of boredom. So the problem with our phones is that we have overstimulation and undersatisfaction. That's what our phones are, are doing. They're overstimulating us, but at the same time, we're not as satisfied. So we think we're doing something productive with this dissatisfaction and the boredom, but we're actually not. 
we're actually getting stuck in a, a cycle that makes us feel crazy <laughs> and wonder why we don't feel better, even with all the green juice and the exercise and the RevWell TV and the podcasting and all the thing. I'm not feeling better because of these hours and wasted minutes that we spend on something, hoping it will feel, fill the piercing in the hole that is boredom. Uh, boredom and depression, although boredom is similar to depression, uh, both are unpleasant states of low arousal. And the scientists agree that depression tends to involve negative inward looking focus, whereas boredom relates to a negative feeling that arises from lack of stimulation from the outside world. You guys, do you see though how this lack of stimulation as it builds and builds and builds, it can literally bore a hole for us into the ground of depression. So the, the more we think we need it, the more we dig this hole trying to get stimulation for something that can never satisfy. Uh, the article goes on to say those with a higher capacity for self-control are less likely to experience boredom. You guys, I'm here to tell you I'm a Petri. I, I'm living this out. I'm a, I'm a couple months ahead of you on this because I've been living this out. When I started to pay attention to my just poor habit loop with the phone and some muscle memory that I was doing. And I just, it just cleared the slate. So go back and listen to episode one. I've been now working out this out and there was absolutely boredom to begin with. I felt, well, what am I going to do here? And it made me feel anxious. Um, and now uh, my thought patterns are more clear that I don't, I don't see boredom doesn't pierce or hurt me the same way or feel as like, oh, as it once did. Now I recognize it and I embrace it of, oh, what, what could I do with this? What, what other thing would be building and moving towards my destiny, a good use of time. And also just here present to be available to anyone else around me in my home or in my sphere of influence in need. That self-control that I'm now building on the inside is is replacing boredom. So it's like, oh, it's it's not even the pull isn't there anymore. Recent research has linked boredom to increased creativity. Yes. Uh, Dankert in the article, the gentleman in the article said that in studies that he has done, he has found that boredom tends to inspire creativity only in people with high levels of self-control. Here we are again. <laughs> Self-control. Did you know it's one of the fruits of the spirit, right? Or the fruit of the spirit. There's no different fruits. It's one fruit in the fruit of love, joy, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Self-control is something that the spirit living inside of us gives us. And it's a it's it's that which holds in place love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness. It will keep it all there so that you are walking and, and living according and into step with the Spirit. And the Spirit's job is to lead you into all life. Our phones are not Spirit. Our phones are matter, silicone matter with crystal screens and technology wafers and things inside. And, and they're amazing, but they're not spiritual. It's life in the spirit that brings us peace. 
So we got to put down the things that are tangible, feel a little boredom to ask and have a moment. What could I be doing with this time? I'm telling you, if you start to do this, you are going to be surprised. So the positive side of boredom is that if responded to in an adaptive way, meaning a positive way, it is a signal to explore and do something else because what you're doing now isn't working, right? I love that. That's the gift of, hey, this actually can become useful. This boredom, we can use it to become like a divinity rod, a divine rod towards where there will be life and life abundant. So friends, putting down our phones will feel like picking up a knife. I want you to hear that. Putting down your phone, it's going to feel like you're picking up a knife, but the bloody, the costly sacrifice, that piercing must be made. (laughs) We don't need to just get bored. We need to get bloody bored. I'm excited about this. I just have, and I, I just think God, yeah, again, we all tend to think of sacrifices, sweat and hard and, oh, that was so uncomfortable. And this will feel uncomfortable, um, but it's not as costly and bloody as literally a, a car accident, which by the way, phones have caused because we're so distracted. It's not as costly as losing your job, but by the way, we can, if our productivity goes down and our energy is low and we're not uh, really showing up with our best uh, gifting and talent to our job, right? This is nothing. This is a small little piercing that God is asking for in order to save us from a big crushing. I love you too much to keep showing up here week after week and say, hey, let's move our bodies and do all these things when we're not aware of something that's right under our nose, literally right under our nose. We've got to get bloody bored. (laughs) So get bored. Here's what I mean by that. You're going to feel it. You're going to notice it and you're going to make time for it. What would it look like for you today to make time to be bored? Go ahead. Come on. Charge, charge, just jump right to it. Go, go for it and make time to be bored. It doesn't mean that you're, it's not, it's not like, oh, I'm going to sit and meditate, be spiritual. I mean, yes, constantly fill your, fill your mind with the thoughts of God, please do. Uh, But it's just okay to just kind of sit and observe, be in the world, go for a walk without your phone. You'll make it. I believe in you. You'll make it. (laughs) Just go around the neighborhood. Seriously, feel it, notice it, make time for it. Then see it as the quiet place, that launching pad to hear from God. It's a launching pad to hear from God. Create that space, feel the piercing, get bloody, get bored, and then see it as the launching pad where God can do and speak or just give you the wash of coolness of of your brain not having to do something, not having to be filling it like the phones and the information in this media age tends to do. So I ask you, clean the closet, write the book, read the book, pay the bills, make the call, the appointment, 
do the eternally valued thing the next time you feel bored. What is it you could do with that time? All right, friends, I'm really excited about this because now I am inviting you <laughs> to come on over. Let's spend seven days actually training this. I've been spending four weeks just dropping little breadcrumbs for you to lead you to this moment. I got down and got dirty and started writing because this matters to me. I don't I don't even know. I don't know why it matters to me. Well, I do. It's because it's the Lord putting it on my heart is we are going to get lost. We are going to get eaten up in a world that wants to eat up your time and steal your destiny. So we got to know, no, ma'am, no, sir. Today, we're going to drop the pin. So for seven days, join us for our free, free, totally free, seven days of phone freedom. We're going to get back our lives, get our phones in their rightful place. But again, this is why I didn't come here and assign, you know, we can do that. If you notice, I didn't tell you things literally practically to do. I want to get to the heart of you. Jesus says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. Then all those other things will be added. I want to keep pressing in for you, for your life, seeking first the kingdom. And then God's going to show you what it looks like to have a relationship with your phone. And I really believe this will pivot you for the rest of your life. Now, it doesn't mean you won't have to do recheck-ins because you will, but this is a an, this is a flagstaff moment that you're going to put it down and go. This is how I engage with my phone. This is how I engage with technology, and this is what I this is how I plan to use it, not have it use me. Um, you will receive daily yeah, a daily email from me with a little five minute video, just with information that um, you may have heard some of it in here, but some of it you haven't because those videos are going to set you up for a worksheet that we created for you. And they're amazing. Are, are, they're just awesome. These are just to ask yourself some questions when it comes to your phone. There's actually going to be an assessment in there that will be quite illuminating. <laughs> I'll talk about that on day two. Um, but it's good. It's good to test ourselves and know where we are. And then we can get freedom, repentance, and refreshment to walk in a new direction. So you'll have activations at the end of every day, something for you to work on and be thinking about. At the end of the seven days, you guys, um, I just, I'm excited. I'm excited because you will know something you probably didn't stop to think about or be aware of before. And that changes everything. Awareness precedes transformation. And now that we know, we get to do. So swipe up and get into seven days of phone freedom. Tell a friend. Again, it's totally free and true to Revelation Wellness. We have over-delivered. I probably am giving you too much. So just consider it. I thought I was making appetizers, but it's hard for me because I want to, my appetizer table is long and reach, <laughs> long and far reaching. So take what you want, but um, the five-minute videos alone will be illuminating as well as any of the worksheets that you participate in. Okay, tell a friend. Let's do this together. Uh, let us know uh, that you are in. I don't know how you want to do that. You want to leave a review here on the podcast or come on over to um, one of our community pages. Yes, we are in social media, and we're going to talk about how to get this in right proportion and relationship to our lives as we go through this content together. So we're not, we're not lemmings and we're not Luddites. 
we are children of God. All right, guys, can't wait to see you. I hope you enjoy it. I'd love to hear your feedback. And it is always our delight here at Revelation Wellness to serve you in your freedom continually. Thank you, partners, for how you make this possible. Love you guys. I'll see you back in the community page over there in this new way of staying free with our phones. Love you guys. Talk soon. Peace.